0: I'm feeling a little bit inadequate speaking to such an esteemed group of people. I did not know much about TP. I didn't know anything about TP. Don't I know Avi for years, Avi off. But I did not know about TP. Um, and when I got the call or the message just within the past twenty-four hours, can I come and and speak? So shall I do speak around the country. And usually it's Chizik or Kiruv, I do mainly Kiruv, Kiruv We have a Shabbos. As we mentioned, we have 70, 80 people every Shabbos and they sleep over and among those people are many people here as children have been by me for Shabbos. And um, we try to give them a a Shabbos of chizuk. We live in Muncie. The police come sometimes. Too many people parked in front of the house with this net. But as a mahalakh and as to, to see the achdis of kliyosr around people that are that are going through a their own gehenim or have been through their own nisyonos and Tsaras, to be smiling and to be eating barbecue and to schmooze and feel like whatever is going to happen, I kadosh Baruch Hu is with us, and we're in a we're in a good mahalich, and we're being led in a good mahalich and we're going to stick to it, and the end is going to be something beautiful. That's that's something that I have not witnessed before, and I'm, I've only been here for 10-15 minutes, but from the people who came over to me, it gives me a lot of chizik. I have a confession to make. When I was asked to come and speak, so people said, well, listen, you shouldn't know about it for you. You shouldn't know about it for yourself, but you can give them chizik. So, my conventions, I do know about it. Of course, I know about it. We are living in, in a in a time of a bias in and our family, baruch hashem, I have eleven kinderach seven grand kindlech. In in our in our family, we have a lot of kinderach A lot of things happen, and I want to share with you something that happened. I'm not going to share with you who it happened with, but. After hearing a little bit of the Tp Mahalach, you can tell me whether we're on the right or wrong track. I had a son who got married. Young man, got married. Uh, lovely smile, beautiful Nishamala, learned in the Miri yeshiva. Lovely boy. Unfortunately, it was not a marriage. We had taken a little bit of a leap with this young lady. A lot of chain, but a broken family on many levels, and the marriage spiraled downward. And at some point, at some point, he uh, she so she she was a very difficult lady and she had lots of timers. And eventually, she says, I want your son to go to see somebody, something's wrong. He was a a regular bacher in the end, he saw somebody. And they recommended Adderall. And that that they recommended, he, he took it, he wanted to try to, to, to cater to his wife, to make her feel good, you know, so I'm going to take it. And suddenly he learned that it makes his learning better. Now, the thing is, he's a Muslim. He loves learning, he loves learning. And he chapped, if he pops a bell, he could stay up all night. You know, you know how the story goes. So if you take a little bit, you stay up all night. You stay, you take a little more, you can stay up three nights. And this is a regular bacher spiraling. We didn't know what was going on. And it began having a, a terrible effect on him, to the point that Erev Yomtev, about a year and a half ago, he hadn't gone, come home. He was just saying, Bismedish, but... Who knows what, who knows where. And I was so nervous that I smashed, that I came to Viz Medish. She said, he hadn't been home. He hasn't been home. And I came and he wasn't with Medish, and the bathroom door was locked. And I had a flashback. It was ready after shul. The Viz Medish was empty. And I had a, a flash of maybe he's so upset with the marriage. Maybe he's so depressed that maybe he did something drastic. I had a zakhalon. And I went, and I began to smash on the door. And I smashed and I smashed until I broke the door of the Bishmajish down. It was the outside door of the bathroom. And he wasn't there. And my heart was racing like crazy. And finally I see him sitting in the sukkah of the shul in his coat with his head down, with his eyes closed, looking like a homeless guy. And the whole thing happened so quickly and we were, our family was lost. And when I tell you this story, and I'm, I, I'm going to tell you the second part, but I, I hesitated to say it because I know some of you and some of your families have gone through much worse. Some of you have gone through different things. So I'm just sharing as one of you, not as a rough, as one of you, just, just that. They ended up getting a divorce. We made it happen very quickly. Within two, three days, she was gone. But our son, at that point, was already taking whatever he took. He was taking weed as well, because it it offsets, there's a whole hedge. You take weed, it offsets the adderall. One makes you hyper, one makes you unhyper, and you take one, you take the other. And it was was crazy. We didn't know what to do. We didn't know where to turn. We're a normal family, not only that, we're a family in the public eye. And we got 70, 80 people coming every Shabbos. And here's our son. And, and he began living in a tent outside of our door. Outside of our house. Set up a tent. We knew he set up the tent for the weed. But he's also learning Yoim and It's That's the weirdest thing. That guy should be proud. He's picking bigger master than the stifler. But he's going crazy slowly. But surely we thought we couldn't even talk to him. What was coming out of his mouth was making no sense. It was Kabbalah. You know what to do. And we got bad Etsa, and I'm sure some of you can relate to that. We got Etsa Be strong with him, be hard with him, give him an ultimatum, tell him you you know it's our way, or the highway. You got to get out of the house. You get strong, 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 strong. And what do we do? what do we know? You know I know Kiruv. I don't know how to deal with a kid who's popping Adderall taking weed and living in a tent. Warning. <laughs> it, it and we were stark and we were stark. And the aids we gave was to make him miserable. So it's you know, a of and you choose Chayim because if not, and, and a few months ago after one of my sessions, and I and I, the truth as I was doing it, Bali Rahmanis, like really, Bali Rahmanis. I said, you know, your fault, you know, he had, yeah. I didn't say, he had, had, had a baby, he had a baby, a few months, a few months before they got divorced. And she lives overseas, she went back overseas. It so was, It was a very shared thing. And, and I said, look, if you wouldn't be taking, maybe you'd be very, very, very stark. And, I don't, I'm trying to remember what it was that hit me in the head, just a thought. I said, this is madness. This is madness. How in the world are we ever going to get our son back if we are hammering him into the ground until he's 60 under? We literally were afraid of suicide. It was on our minds all the time. The learning of this, it made no sense. So a few months ago, I said, I want to take you out to lunch. We took him out to the ridge on Sadden River. And I know he likes a good steak. I said, order whatever you want. Whatever you want. And we ate and we schmoozed. And then afterwards, I said, I want to read you something. And I wrote before we came, the night before. I wrote down... Does it sound familiar? I. This is all... Yeah, they asked me, "You'll teach me more." But this is just—I okay, have to do this. And I wrote down a list, and I wrote down three lists. I said, "I want—I want to read you three lists. I want to read you the list of things that have been scaring us." I said, "Among the list, we're worried that one day we'll wake up and you're not going to be there. We're worried. We're just a whole list of twelve things." This is not obvious. This is not so far. And then the second list. And the second list was why we were wrong. Why we were wrong. I had to first explain why we, who we were, and why it was the bad, the wrong chesed. I said, I said, look, where's my Rahmanus? You just, you got divorced. You can't see your baby. Your your brothers, your Chashemians. His brothers are Mushasty, Brah and Guzma. And they're married, one his younger brother just had his third child, and here he's living in a tent. I said, where's where's where, where, I'm I'm coming off zari? And I just went through all a list, a list, a list. And then the third list. My resolution to change. And the truth is, saying that I could cry. I will hold myself back. But I'm very it was a very, very emotional lunch. I said, "I'm not going to make you go out of your tent. I am not going to ask you when you're going to get a job. I am not going to ask you to stop smoking weed. I'm going to be there for you, and you're going to know that whatever you need." No television. And 10, ten, eleven things. And I said, "I want you to hold me to this, because if I slip up, because we, we were going that, if I slip up, call me on it." I want to tell you the change has been from darkness to light. It has been, words can't describe what a new boy he is. He still learns on Valaya. He still smokes, although he told me he's cutting it down. Okay, you know. Right? He's still, yeah, he goes back and forth. He's got his tent. Yeah, he's got smart mistakes. He calls oily, I don't want to say his first name, you know, and if you go there, he'll be sitting learning. But I think learning could also be a placebo, could also be a, an R.A. Mikla, you know. But he knows that he's not going to come and be judged and be scrutinized and be criticized and be compared. He knows he's going to be loved unconditionally. And like a little pussycat, he now comes over and he wants his kisses, and he wants his hugs, and it's. And I, I, I probably wish I'd gone to Avi. Everyone comes to me as the mumchen. They don't have a lot of in, in cars, at in dentistry. So what makes me a mumchin in, in kindergarten? I'm not. I'm, I do kiruv. But they're, you know, they may be third cousins, but they're not the Zelda. It's its own, its own thing. So I chop three things, and I'll just back it up with with the word from the Parsha, and then I'll sit down. Three things. Time, love, and example. These are three things that I still had younger Kindelach as well. My youngest is still seven, even then my oldest is almost twenty-seven. And I don't want to have to go through this again. And I want our Kindlach to know that they have that kind of love. They shouldn't have to they shouldn't have to take the Adderall to feel that love. They should feel it instantly and immediately and unconditionally and always. So number one is time. And I was machlet that my kids, it's not that they come first, they always did. I had Baruch Hashem a lot of the weight of a lot of the Jewish world on my shoulders because of the different things that I've been doing over the years. I told my wife, I can't make a schedule because I get 15, 20 requests throughout the day. So by the time I start my schedule, it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm up till 4. I don't care. My kids want the time, if they even hint to it, if there's even a shemitz, everything stops. More than that. And this is a beautiful thing. You may want to consider doing this just from me to you. We have a Friday night, a beautiful Shabbos with Bali tshuva and divorcees and kids at risk and it's gorgeous and singing and it's mom should last till the morning. But I don't last till the morning. Because at a, around 11 or 11.30, my Kindle of say, is it special time yet? And special time means, I say goodbye to my guests. You you could schmooze on your own. I go up to my bedroom, I sit on my bed, and all the Kindle of sit on my bed. And we just schmooze for hours. We just sit and schmooze, and I'm sure maybe all of you do it, and I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, a late bloomer. But... I wanna tell you the dad sitting on the bed, letting them tell me about anything that's on their mind and letting me be real and not a not a rabbi, but just a just a Tati for hours every Friday night, it's made such a big difference. It's it's created a connection. The love we spoke about. I, I wanna feel it more. I wanna I'm sure there there are levels of love that aren't agenda driven, aren't and something I'm going to work on as a person. And number three is I realized that I need to be a better dogma. I found that over time I was making a lot of excuses. I run, I do this, I do that. My kidlach understand how busy Tati is. And I, I wasn't being an example. And just because people call me rabbi doesn't mean that I'm an example. They need to see that I'm on time for davening. They need to see that I love learning. They need to see all those things that I do and I don't think I need to say. They need to see it. The more of a dogma I am, the less I I have to say. I'll finish with this. There are two kinds of leaders in the world. I call them lovers and fighters. And we need both of them. We need a lover and we need a fighter. The fighter is the one who's against texting, who screams, makes me out gunners in Meisharim. We need fighters. Fighters are okay. If you don't have anyone, then you'll have no people who are on the I don't mean that out, but people who watch over the Shemarai Chambas. You need people like that, but there are other leaders. And they're called the lovers. Their, their, their words drip with mistikos and honey and sweetness and beauty, and somehow everyone feels beautiful around them. They feel, they just, they want to be around such people. I was a rub for 10 years in the shul, and I did many levias, especially the second half. It was a lot of older people. And the difference between the leviah of somebody who was a fighter, where not that many people came, and when they came, they were in a rush to leave. Versus somebody who knew how to drip with masikas and knew how to be sweet and a lover, it was Einer Doiber. People cried bitter tears. So there's a kind of a person called a kanoi. A kanoi. And I always used to think, what machana does the kanoi belong in? And you would expect the kanoi belongs in the fighter machina. A subset, a subdivision of a fighter is a kanoi. But it's not true. The kanoi actually is in the lover machina. The kanoi belongs in the lover machina. And there are many rayas to that. A kanoi, pinchas, Asher a pinchas was the son of Aaron, the grandson of Aaron. Why was he called after Aaron? To let you know that his came from Ava. It came from an oil shalom and a ridesh shalom. And not only that, but every time it says the word canos, it is always referring to Ava. The Kinei is because you're supposed to love and I'm jealous. Kinnah is something very beautiful. And the difference between kinnah that comes from Ava and Kinnah that comes from a fighter is that a two dimensional person emerges from the fighter. The kanoi, the one, let me just tell you, one who the moment you take your phone out, because you got an emergency call and shoot, no